the more you're consistent with it, the more you dedicate the time and are disciplined about it, the better you'll get at it and the better it'll actually be. Yo, what's going on, everybody? It's your boy, Dren from Dren Talks, and you're listening to Bad Pod. Yeah, so pretty much how I brought up, how I came up with Dream Talks was um, I felt that at a certain time in life that I was going through different changes as a man and just searching for the meaning of manhood and like what does it mean to me. And I was kind of like searching. I went through like the church, the men's groups and stuff like that. And I just wasn't finding what I needed. So I forgot who I was listening to. And it was kind of just like, yo, if you can't find what you need, make it be that person that you wanted when you needed that. So I, in essence, just came up with it and was like, you know what, let me just make, uh, it was supposed to be a podcast in essence, but it winded up just being an Insta live show and now a YouTube show. And it's a podcast. <laughs> okay. And, um, literally I, I was actually interested in making podcasts for a while but not per se me actually doing it, more just producing it and letting somebody else run with it. Right. But um, yeah, I've been doing it. I've been finding it helpful. It's kind of like, you know, therapy for me also, because I, I do kind of um, think things out out loud during it, but it's been fun. So that's pretty much how I came up with the concept. I was looking for stuff for that I would want to hear as a man, just to build a community and I made it myself. So what are some topics that you do speak on, on your show? Um, of course we speak on fatherhood because I think as a man, there's no greater thing, no greater job that you're going to do than be a father to a boy or girl. So we speak on fatherhood. We speak on just manhood in general, how it's been in the past, how it's um, changing, how it's changed now. Um, what does it mean to be a man today? Um, we, you know, we've talked on the whole Me Too movement and how that's changed manhood and toxic masculinity and all that. So it's it's a variety of things. And we do talk about like, you know, I guess hot topics of the day and still kind of gear it towards like, hey, right. guys, what do you think about this? So if I'm going to listen to Drin Talks, what can I expect to get from it? Am I going to be lectured or am I going to am I going to feel like I've walked in this person's shoes? Well, Combination uh, of both. Because <laughs> we like to tell people what to do as podcasters. <laughs> um, uh, I would like to feel like, you know, you would feel how I walk in, how it is to walk in my shoes. Because I, I am very open sometimes to a fault. Um, but that's just always how I've been. You know, anybody that's talked to me and known me, they know I'm, I'm an open book. I literally just tell people, I guess my business in essence. Don't um, tell them too much. <laughs> sometimes. Yeah. I get in trouble for that. Uh, well, that's but, the joy, like you said, of, of having your own show and being the leader behind your show is 
it is like therapy and you, you get to say whatever you want and you have a specific audience that you're talking to that needs that. And I know a lot of men may feel embarrassed to talk about these topics. So what is, what, what is your favorite thing to talk about that you think men need to hear the most? Recently, we just had a episode on legacy. Between that and an episode that I did in the beginning on leadership, those were my two favorites. Why? Legacy, you know, as a father, you try to create a world where your child can now be proud of you. So I think for me, legacy is very big. We all, just as people in general, you know, the hope is that we leave the leave this earth better than how we got it. I think for legacy, me being a parent, um, our children should look at us in a way that, hey, my father did this, hey, my mother did this, or my mother or my father set me up so that way I can be able to flourish. Like my parents' legacy towards me was they came to this country, worked hard, and provided a life that I can now go to school and say, hey, you know what school is? School is to find yourself. They didn't have that option. They had to go to school to get a job so they can help support their house. Right. And by house, I mean help support their parents. So, you know, they left a legacy that I did not have to think about certain things the way they had to think about certain things. So when growing up, I didn't have to think about where's food coming from because they already knew. Like I didn't have to go get a job to help support the family like they did. And then leadership, I think just being a leader is a very important thing. I, you know, we always tell our kids or everybody like be a leader, don't be a follower. But a lot of us don't really truly understand what a leader is. You know, a leader is somebody and it ties in with legacies. A leader to me is somebody who doesn't necessarily have to be the most vocal or the most outgoing, but a leader to me is a teacher. You know, like I can lead, but am I truly a leader if I did not prepare the next leader to take over? Right. And that's all a part of, you know, leaving a legacy that I'm preparing the next generation or the next leader or the next person to replace me because in all actuality, we are all mortal beings and life is not infinite. Mm -hmm. We're going to die someday. Do you feel, well, earlier you said like, we have all these factors that are changing menhood, manhood or fatherhood and all that. What is the number one thing that you feel is affecting men negatively? The number one thing that I feel that is affecting men negatively is that we, hmm, I think we aren't given the liberty to like learn and grow. I think manhood for so long has been one specific way that anything that departs from that way is now considered not being a man. You know, I think my idea of a man from when I was 15 to when I was 20 to when I was 25 to now 
it's completely different, you know. Um, I was always a person that, you know, I wasn't afraid of, I guess, connection. But like, you know, as you're growing up, it's like, no, you can't tell that guy I love you unless it was your dad or something like that. You know, you would be considered, gay. for lack of a better word, gay. <laughs> um, or you can't you couldn't show emotion because that would be considered that it's you're weak. weak. Yeah. So I think the strongest men do show emotion. You know, they do show that vulnerable side and they're able to walk in their manhood in that way. And I think as you grow older, because, you know, some, I'm not saying it all, all the times, but usually as you grow older and as you do get, you know, wiser and smarter, you start to think about what you've done when you were younger and how stupid you actually were for thinking these things. And then that's when you express it. But sometimes by that point, it's like, it might be too late. So I think, the biggest thing that's hindering them is that we aren't allowed to grow from a societal point of view. So as the man behind the mic giving this advice, do you follow, is, is it hard for you to, to practice what you preach on your show? Um, like I said, the show is therapy for me. So sometimes, you know, as I'm talking it out, I'm like, hold up. I didn't actually do this. Right. But it's, Somewhat you realize your own reality. Yeah. And I, I do find that the show kind of has a certain accountability towards it. Because if I'm going to be preaching it, I'm a big person, practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. And it sometimes it does have a warring um, factor to it where you're like, hold on, I know this is not right. And I know that this, I, I need to go this way. But because of the years, because think about it, like if you're figuring something out within you know, like I said, I, I talk it out and I might figure it out within like that 30 minutes of me talking. I now have 33 years of doing it the complete opposite way. Yeah. So to now switch that in a moment, it's going to take time. And I think we as men should be allowed to get that grace and should be allowed, especially if you're trying. I understand that there's men out there that don't try and they just don't care. Mm-hmm. And by all means, given the riot act, but those that you do see trying that those that you do see that are putting the effort towards it, they may stumble and that's okay. You are growing and you'll be able to do it. Has doing the podcast affected you negatively in any way? Um, hmm. Affected me negatively. Whether, whether it comes to dedicating where your time goes or... Oh, oh of course. Like, you know, I, I have a family. So, you know, and I'm a, I'm a real, like, I kind of pack my schedule in. But that's mostly on me, too, you know, to actually learn better time management. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you know, it takes away from spending time with my son, spending time with my wife. Uh, it takes It takes dedication, too. So... It's one of those things where I enjoy it enough that I will dedicate the time, but I also have to make a conscious effort to spread my time. Yeah, find the balance with other things. Because, you know, I do other things. I'm, you know, a reserve airman. Mm -hmm. I'm a lieutenant at the firehouse. So it's like I'm being pulled all over the place. 
and I just have to find that balance. I actually think I had a talk on that too. It might have been that's, consistency. That's a part of being a man. Men always do that. Men want yeah. to be everywhere. <laughs> we, we, and part of also being a man is knowing when not to be everywhere. So this is something that was actually given to me also through, you know, the various YouTubes that I always watch. But it's consistency. Being consistent. Like, and that's how it is with most things in life. It's the discipline and consistency. The more you're consistent with it, the more you dedicate the time and are disciplined about it, the better you'll get at it and the better it'll actually be. So I always say be consistent. And, you know, that's something I failed at in the beginning of Dream Talks because I wasn't consistent. Whereas now I'm being a little more consistent and getting, you know, now we're doing interviews and getting guests and just working on my craft. I'm on Drin Talks. Unfortunately, I don't have a YouTube handle yet. Um, but you can look up Drin Talks on YouTube. Hopefully it'll come up. It's uh my logo right now is it's a black circle with white lettering in cursive saying Drin Talks. So you can look out for that. My if you ever want to email me anything, it's drin.talks1 the number one at gmail.com that's d-r-i-n as in nancy dot talks t-a-l-k-s the number one at gmail.com and i'm also on instagram i just don't remember my instagram handle oh it's just Drin talks no dot at all on instagram <laughs>